Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay, all right. Are you guys okay? Is everything all right? So what's going on, folks? This might be what day, I don't fucking know, coronavirus, whatever the fuck, you know. I I was going to meaning to start to do this podcast again during, um, like, last week or so. I kept fucking having problems, having problems, having problems. And then this coronavirus thing happened. And I was just like, well, that's legit. But now I'm thinking, well, this is the perfect time to kind of reach out and get the people. You know, how many people are cooped up? How many people are sitting now, huddled somewhere? Um, I wish I was huddled. I don't know. I don't think I've ever really huddled somewhere. And just uh, watching the world go by and having to be quarantined. Um, I don't know. I am so mixed emotions about this because like one side of it, look, if I'm just going to do just total logic by what has been told to me and what I'm seeing. And this is like optimistic on my side. All right. What I'm seeing with the coronavirus, as far as what I've talked to with customers from the, of the shop, Goblin size, um, professionals that I know, people that I know that work with the city, people that I know that work with uh, FEMA, you know, is this virus isn't as bad as it seems. It's just very infectious. It's super infectious. And the thing is, is that you don't want everybody getting infected at the same time. So you want to be able to kind of roll over through them. People recover. The next batch comes in because if it does get serious, supposedly most of the time, if you do get it, you're, it's going to be a shitty flu. You're going to feel like shit. This is not going to be fun in any way. Um, but if you do get it and it does get severe, it, it will take a lot of resources to keep your ass fucking alive. So because of that, um, you know, uh, it's amazing. Like, you know, you get you, you, amazing where, where, where you can get to if we just hold off on it and we roll over. There was like talks about like 60, 70% of the 
people would get infected by this and then in the end you know and i think we have to wait till july or something to be to take the quarantine off because that will be the height of summer and by then it's supposedly i guess whatever i guess the sun kills the fucking thing or something i mean there's just so many little pockets of information of what can or can't be i know the bottom line is if you have an immune deficiency if you have a respiratory problem if you are old you know you know what be fu- you don't want to catch this thing this thing might fucking kill you that's the 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 seems to be the bottom line everybody else you're just gonna be kind of sick and it's just funny because sometimes you see some people walking around and they're sick and they have the mask on and they just like oh you know i just don't want to be home like what the fuck is wrong with you you know but i understand you don't want to be home but what you, you know and then the other thing is then you see these people that are wrapped up with the fucking thing and the mask and all this other shit and ah jesus like you know just that stupid thing that they're doing like you know overboard where where i almost think like are you a fucking clown are you trying to make like a joke or something like what are you doing you know is this truly fear and i don't know what scares me more is the way how scared people are or what this could really do now if we are to put on my our silver aluminum you know helmet of uh conspiracy theories or a little aluminum foil hat and go down the way man yeah this is like so many things you know there's you know you already see the 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 meme that's out there about the book of revelation and the trumpets and then you think about trump pence and i'm like oh shit don't tell me it was a typo motherfucker like don't oh we did not see that you know and you know i had a friend that's just like yeah but what happens when they get the fucking uh vaccine they're gonna make everybody get it and what if you say no, bro? That's when they're coming for you, man. And I'm like, ah, fuck. And part of me is like, dude, come on. Don't be so crazy. But then part of me is like, I need to lock the doors. You know? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, shit. Time to buy more bullets. I don't know. I don't know what the take could be on those situations. I I, I mean, really? I, I, are we going to get to that point where we're just going to be, like, ridiculous about this shit? I don't know. I don't know. I do know this. If I do have a message, if I have a cure, this is the Navarro cure for uh, the coronavirus. It would be this. Find community. Find it. Make it. Work it. But find community. Community and every single thing. It was funny. Six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, I would say. I was actually reading about Spanish influenza because it came up in conversation somewhere. And I was like, I don't know too much about it. And I remember like somebody said, like, I think a, a, a great aunt, like a sister of my grandfather or somebody died from it in Spain and everything. So I was just like, oh, OK, I got to look it up. And I thought it was like, oh, this is some kind of plague. And it killed like 2000 people. Fuck that. It killed like 33 million people. And and this is on the oh, 33 million on the earth. And that's what they could count at the time and this is with half the population that we have now if that and i went holy fuck and then when this came around i went oh fuck now that this no what the hell um and 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 we just have so many more things advanced to make it worse so i just thought what the fuck do we do man like well you know i i freaked out but when i read about that and i read about other plagues and i read about every other thing even with Spanish influenza, 
And there was something before. I think there was a Victorian one that came to the States. One of the things they noticed is that, yes, yeah, social distancing works. But the other thing was that when there were strong communities, many times in those days, based around religious things, parishes, churches, stuff like that, and that could come together and get each other's backs, everything worked out a lot better. So really, Philadelphia did not work on social distancing and suffered a lot more casualties to Spanish influenza than, say, I think it was like Chicago and Baltimore and some other cities. So if we keep that in mind, if we have that in mind and everything else, I think we could get on, get on pretty good. I think we could get somewhere pretty pretty neat if, we, if we, everything lands right. So that's what I'm thinking. Just, just community is going to solve everything. Talk to your neighbor. And I'm not talking to your friends. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, I have friends. Fuck your friends. I'm not talking about that. Talk to your neighbor. Talk to that guy you always pass by when you walk to work or works in the same building as you. The lady that parks next to you at their, your job. Um, the people from across the street that just moved in. You haven't said, just say what's up. How's everything? Doesn't mean you have to hug them. Again, social distancing. But just say what's up. Make sure everything's okay. Because you never know if it's something dumb. You run out of aspirin or toilet paper and luckily your neighbor has some. And then maybe they run out of something and you have plenty. Help each other out. And you'll see. If we do that, none of this shit's going to fuck us up. We'll go th- get through this just fucking fine. It's when you're greedy, stupid motherfuckers taking a billion tons of toilet paper out and trying to sell it. I think you should be beaten to death in the street. I think that's traitorous. I think you're a fucking traitor to this country. For trying to make money off people's crisis. Off their misery. To me, you're a fucking traitor to this country. And you're a piece of shit. And I know there's a lot of people that be like, Well, it's Dougie Doug, bro. You're a piece of shit. And I'll tell it to you to your fucking face. And I hope you get AIDS in the base of your asshole. And an operable tumor in your spine. You pieces of shit. I hope fucking the coronavirus fucks you that doesn't get you fucks you fucks you in the ass repeatedly and like SARS gets the front of you and they kind of just split roast you at the same time and then between them and Ebola they fucking just cream pie you you piece of shit and just bukkake you right there you fucking asshole if you're that guy (laughs) if not well then you know just try not to be a prick, man. Just try not to be a prick and get shit to, together, dude. Just help each other out, get through things. You know, I, it's so funny how many people are like, I'm going to read a book and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do... Man, man, just, dude, work on just being a human being. Have a conversation with somebody. Talk to you. I've been constantly on my phone, way more. I feel like a fucking high school nerd how much I've been on my phone and I've been doing videos and doing stuff. Just to get stuff out there and just feel connected, you know? I still see my friends because it's the same group of us. We see each other every day and we work together. So we're kind of like, nah, you're not sick. I'm not sick. Cool. And then the end, you know, whatever. So I'm not afraid of this. I don't think it's going to lead to anything very horrendous. But I do think it's going to be an experience. And it could be fucked up for some people. So the only way we'll all get survive is we all pitch in and help out. Look at your fellow people. There's a lot of people out of work right now. There are a lot of people really scared. A lot of people are having problems. Have a fucking heart. Just say what's up. Sometimes just saying what's up helps so much, man. That's all I'm saying. 
just say what's up all right <sighs> now that i've said all that i don't know what else to say but i guess that'll be one part of the podcast and i don't know I, I mean the next one i could be like oh my god we all gotta fucking get out of here man burn it all down burn it all down you know i don't know but i'm just gonna keep drawing and keep my head down maybe in the apocalypse i can be the the art guy uh, i'll be the teller of tales let me tell you this story of a civil war of a marvel civil war hmm. now show the pictures or something yeah, that, that'll be my job. Either that or being butt-raped in the back of the fucking road gang monster truck, you know, desert future that there is or something. I don't know. Just hang in there, guys. Remember, just if you get all... We'll get through this together. Leave no man behind. All right? Be good. Okay, so one thing that came to mind right now is that within something to keep in mind when you're creating, performing, doing whatever, running a business is that don't expect people to see your sacrifice. Don't expect for anybody to know or look at or, or even concede how much you might work to get something done and this is not to be a self-pity party or, or, or anything like that just manage your expectations i think it was bill burr one time in an interview and he was talking about managing his anger and everything else and his therapist had told him that he had high expectations which is an odd thing because you, you think okay I'm, I'm i'm kind of an asshole i'm jokey and this and that and you know i'm just naturally mad but the root of that a lot of times is that you're not managing your expectations. You wake up in the morning, you get in your car, and then you see traffic. And you might be late to your job, and now you're mad about that. You didn't manage your expectations. You should know by now that there's going to be traffic. That this day you woke up late, you did this, you did that, etc., etc., etc. Those are expectations. What you think people are going to react to or say is what's gonna piss you off sometimes it's it's just better not to have those i don't think to have negative expectations is good because then you're gonna color your world in shit you know but if you do manage those expectations and put those things right you'll be in a better place you're not gonna suffer as much um as far as what i can see i tell you that just because um and having like little meeting with my partners and everything it's just one of those things where i hate being lumped into other people's shit i hate being lumped into other people's stuff and 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 other people's failings i like to point at failings and say and it meant for myself too if it's a personal failing i did this or i fucked up that's fine those things have to be said and have to be done what i hate is then the expectations that you think that people are going to see what you did and see what they're not going to happen. And, you know, sometimes it's the classic squeaky wheel gets a, gets the grease kind of thing, where if you don't say it, people are not going to see it. And that's what I, I say, too. You know, you've got to explain to people what's going on. 
you know and and it sounds like whining i think i i i come from a different generation i mean swilliam uh in between millennial and generation x swilly there's a lost generation in there i don't know born 78 to 82 um but it's that idea that you don't whine about it because that's like the worst thing you can do but a lot of times that's what you need to do not whine but explain what's going on like people don't know how much it goes it goes into making a comic people don't know sometimes how much goes into making a painting or doing a drawing people don't understand how much you sacrifice to do that if you're a performer or a comedian or an artist they just don't expect people to understand it they just they're not and the, when they do it'll be such a pleasant surprise and that, that that that's really nice and it has happened that way for me but i think uh managing your expectations and not th- not really seeing people understand what you're doing and why and this extends so much in, in, and it's not even people in general i mean I'm, I'm talking about friends and family i think when you're working on stuff people think that you're being a dick like there's so many times that I have to walk away from the table figuratively and literally to do something and it's seen as oh you don't want to spend time with us or you don't want to be around you know people and <laughs> sometimes it's half true but <laughs> other times really I'm not, a lot of times it's because this demands this much tr- this much trouble this much sacrifice you know you don't play the newest video game you don't you know watch the latest shows you don't go out and have beers or something you know you end up staying in and drawing staying in and drawing and in that it's its own reward and and it's not that horrible a sacrifice but it is to understand what what that does what that means and um yeah i think it's something to really take into account expectations are everything you know you gotta manage it you gotta see how you're gonna do it and as long as you do that you'll be fine if you don't that's where you get fucked up and uh and as it goes for relationships too it goes for everything sometimes i think about things i get into and people i get into and i'm just like what the fuck why am i expecting more than what is there you know um the only time i can expect more where i don't have a feeling this is the flip side (laughs) then this is gonna be like oh one you're a fucking psychopath but for those of you who are in it you will understand it is when i can work on a drawing and i can work on something and it comes out great and people like it or there's a right reaction to it then i know i'm on the right path and i'm like ah that's great and that fuels me and i don't ever have that problem and sometimes when it even when that doesn't work i know why like i'll be like yeah because you ate shit or you cut a corner or you didn't bring it or something so then it's like okay you know um in things you can kind of do that but in people you can't so yeah just don't don't expect people to understand your sacrifice don't 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 do that that's a bad 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 not without telling them you know people aren't paying that close of attention and if they are and they understand then you know what they most likely have affection for you they're loving you appreciate them for it look at them and say thank you because that's a big deal we're not always looking at each other's shit you know and uh you got to keep that in mind so all right kind of weird thing to talk about in the middle of the coronavirus thing but it's something that comes up 
then again, I mean, how many of us are <laughs> locked inside with loved ones and other ones? And, and you know, I imagine the, the conversations that are coming out now. So, yeah, that's yeah, I, I'll probably do that for the next post. A little Corona effect kind of uh, thinking because I've been thinking about that. So I'll probably put that on the on the next one. Yeah. All right. Hang in there, guys. The Corona effect. I was mulling this over since the last segment and everything else, and why they put this up before the I put the podcast out. And uh, yeah, since I'm like seven, eight days into the whole quarantine thing, I mean, I've been around people, I've seen stuff. I mean, they were broken quarantine, most likely. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie, but. Uh, those taking it seriously and there's some people out there that are taking it seriously i talk to them and i even tell them hey man pass by the shop if you want and they're like oh i can't break quarantine who would do that and i'm like oh yeah that's uh horrible don't do that <laughs> it's like it's uh it's a real thing man and i could just imagine right now the corona effect you know besides the economy and everything else that's happening we know those things those things are apparent right now but what's the long-range effect what is the psychology of people after this if doesn't if this let's say this becomes just seasonal hopefully this is just going to be something that by july we're going to be like man remember that shit if we're hopefully in that position um what's going to change how many people right now are caged up with their family, with their loved ones, with a significant other, with their kids? I mean, that's the first line right now that I'm hearing fatigue about. Like, people that have had their kids in the home and everything else, the few customers that have come in to pick up their comics that I talk to, they just talk about like, yeah, you know, they're sitting there doing their classes on the computer and blah, 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 but they got this and they got that. And my brother's having the kids do do chores and do stuff around the house to keep them busy and keep like a routine going i think that's the best thing and i think they're adapting pretty well but i think after a while how much do they you know how much is this affecting what relationships are suffering you know one thing is uh, you see your loved one in the morning you give them a kiss they go to work then you go you leave when you do spend the day together it's to do stuff but now you have to spend the day together. And now suddenly their antics, their routines, their things start getting in your face, start getting in your way, start getting like, and you're just suddenly like, who the fuck is this person? And how much is like old shit comes up and remember this person and this and that? Like, I know people that have been texting exes and shit. And, like, texting, like, exes that you shouldn't be texting. Like, they're, like, like, you know, they tell me, like, you know, people that are married in other relationships. And I just started talking to her just to see how she was. And other people are like, oh, you know, just, like, you know, just to see how, how everything's going with them and make sure they're okay. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's kind of strange. I mean, I've reached out to some people that I haven't talked to in a while. Just to see that they're okay. And uh, 
just and then it's true just, just drift apart and everything else and other times i haven't done anything i think you know for myself it's one of those things as an artist I, I, you're always by yourself you're always drawing if somebody gives you more alone time to draw you're fine i get a little itchy of course i mean even today i was just debating to go to cvs at the corner just to go i think just to like oh i'm gonna grab a coffee and i'm gonna get see about how much that electric cafetera is because i was thinking of getting one for myself here especially for the studio just to make coffee because the cafeteria next door is closed i haven't been able to get cuban coffee and a friend of mine gave me she gave me a block of coffee so i was like all right cool um so there's that antic you know i mean you get that itch but i mean the corona effect is gonna be for real and the flip side of that is there's going to be people that are fucking like crazy now. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been kind of solicited, you know, in these times. And I've just been like, what the fuck is going on? You know, and I, it's it's hilarious to me. I haven't acted upon it, but um, but it's just like, I'm like, wow, like people are. Is this a survival thing? Is this what it is? And how many people after this are going to change their ways? How many people are going to go back to the same thing? How many people are starting to look at the value of their work, their job, what they're doing, what they're studying? You know, are people taking into account this or just people holding their breath to the end and seeing if they can get to the other side? You know, how many people are, are dying to get back to routine and they don't know it? And how many of you are just realizing their life is shit and they need to do something else? And, um, and, 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 and maybe I'm in that minor degree where I'm the opposite. I think everything's fucking great. I, I, things have been better for me now because I just been able to focus on my artwork and get things done. And a bunch of freelance work came in and there's money in my pocket. And I'm like, wow, this is so strange. I mean, sure, I can't go out. So I've been spending money. So that's helped too. But, my only thing is my nervousness of it, the anxiety that I've had on, under it. It's an underlying anxiety that we all have. And I swear I'm eating more and I'm drinking, not drinking, I'm smoking more cigarettes and all this other shit. That's that's the worst. So I know that. And, and not even being able to go to the gym, it's, it's driving me nuts, actually. I can't. I never thought that I'd see the day. You know, I had the routine of going every other day, work out for a little bit, you know, yada, yada. But now I'm like, holy shit. This is really upsetting me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a very... Because now, in the future, how are we going to deal with it? You know? I mean, and is this first of many? Or is next next year going to be uh, COVID-20? You know? Cor- you know, Corona-20 or whatever the fuck? Uh, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. It's just like, how are we going to, you know expect these things is it going to be like hurricanes they're going to be category ones or category twos is a category five i mean how many things and that and then how much has the earth progressed because of it they talk about less pollution in china less pollution in the air less planes on the air less you know all this other shit like nature's getting back to things things are getting better because of it. it's like mm, you know i mean if you want to put on your aluminum hat and really be like the powers that be if you wanted to have a way of saying the powers that be lessen all the bullshit that we do and say this is a way there's also a way that nature can control us and found a way of saying all right we're gonna get this virus and it's gonna make all you fuckers stop 
and you're going to stop for a second so you don't have these fucking situations, these problems. That's going to be interesting, too. That, to me, is really, really interesting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a major historical thing because it's it's in a time that we have the most communication ever. We have the Internet. We have travel. We have all these other things. We're more connected than ever. And now as a species, we can kind of say, all right, this is this is major. Like, how do we adapt to this? But I want to know how much it's going to help and affect our humanity. Is it really going to do something? Is it going to really put our best foot forward? Are we going to improve from this? Are we going to understand and help? Or is this going to be the shit? You know? Or is this just going to be a blink in the eye, something that happened, and that's it? I mean, I think I've been very disillusioned since 9-11, you know, when that happened. Because I thought the world was really really gonna change and it did but in a way that was cynical and shitty and fearful and I keep waiting for that thing that's gonna tip the scale the other way you know and I thought the advent of the internet would do that but instead we've just clustered into thoughts and if anything they the people found a way of manipulating that into fear now we have an event that makes us sit down, makes us take account, you know, the silence of our minds, you know, and how are we going to react to that? I always said that it's so necessary to shut the fuck up. Like sometimes just let's just sit there and shut the fuck up. That little voice in your head, all the stuff that's going on, shut the fuck up and just be in the moment and this is this is the gun to the head making of us doing that you know and i don't know i mean yeah are we doing that do we get like that i mean i think people are gonna take stock and, and and we are i am you know at least as far as not myself but my relationship with other people I'm starting to figure that out, you know? And also this life and everything else, it's just, it's its amazing and ghastly at the same time. It's just so strange. And so something comes along like that and makes you take stock and all of a sudden you go, okay, how, how are we going to do this? You know? I don't know. It's amazing. It's amazing. Food for thought for you guys on this Thursday morning, not Wednesday. I got around to it now. I got into painting and I was listening to Charlie Parker, so forget about it, you know? I'll mention that at the end, but yeah. The Corona effect. What do you think? What do you think is going to change from the Corona effect? What is the Corona effect? How will we be different on the other side of this? Let me know. got to this part of the podcast uh thank you um you like listen to the whole thing you're an amazing person 
Um, just an outro, just to see how everybody is and everything. Yeah. You can feel free to use the Anchor app to give a call, and uh, we can put you on the podcast. Um, we being me and my phone. <laughs> and uh, feel free to contact me. You can always find all my stuff at Fuacata, F-W-A-C-A-T-A, just like the podcast's name. And you can find me on Instagram through that. You can find me on Twitter at Fuacata.com. Uh, you go to any of those, you go to the profile, you click the link, you'll find, you know, links to everything, the YouTube videos or my daily sketches, well, now weekly sketches, uh, the Instagram videos of my drawings and the uh, photos of my drawings, you know, my website, my blog, I do some separate writing there. If you go to my Patreon, there's separate stuff there too, and just different ways that you can see the work that I'm doing. I'm constantly creating and making stuff, so you're gonna, you know... If you, if you like go to the blog and subscribe, you'll see that I post stuff every week. And every Sunday, I do a blog post kind of covering everything I did. It's kind of for me to know, I'm like, hey, did I do shit? And then also to record everything. And the blog goes back for like 15, almost 15 to 20 years of blogging. So you'll see all types of, of posts and shit like that that I've done over the years. So there's plenty of content there for you guys to look through. And um, yeah. And uh, hopefully I'll be doing this every Wednesday. I know it's Thursday morning if you're getting this, but every Wednesday night or Wednesday morning, I think I should have this uh, pumped out. And uh, again, and if you really enjoy everything, go to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Fuacada. And, uh, you know, support the podcast through there. You can also uh, subscribe to my webcomic. That's an ongoing series every weekday, Zombie Years. Um, It's on Webtoons. Um, and, uh, you can find more stuff like that. So I'm always doing different shit and you can always talk to me if you have any questions. And, um, during this time with Corona and everything, I know we're all like just, uh, anxiety ridden and crazy, but just remember, like we've gone through worse than this as people, as humans, as a species, as everything. And we always rise up to the challenge and the number one way to combat a challenge the number one way when we're the best, we, is when we get together and we're a community. So check on your neighbor. Say hi to somebody you see on the street. You know, look at them and, and, and when you make eye contact, say hello. You know, uh, you know, look at their humanity. You know, do the humane thing and like encourage that. And you'll see, you know, little by little, help somebody with their groceries in the parking lot or let somebody take a parking space, something. Just don't be a dick. If we can just not be dicks, we'll be fine. This is the test of the species. I think after a while, that's probably what happened to the dinosaurs. They were assholes to each other. And that's why you don't see, you know, Stegosaurus looked at a brontosaurus drowning and went, eh, fuck that guy. And now where's the Stegosaurus now, bro? Um, but yeah. So check out everything there. Check out everything at fogata.com. And I'll see you guys next week. All right. Be good. Laters.